Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Fridays at 3 p.m., powered by Modern Driven Media. Thank you for tuning in with us this week. I'm your host, Rach, and today we have Nadine with us. Hi, so glad to virtually be here, as weird as that is, but we're here. (laughs) (laughs) We're here, we're thriving. Trying our best. (laughs) Yep, just at home, different places. Mm -hmm. So it's Friday, we're feeling a little bit tired because we've been stuck in quarantine over the past two months now. It's been two months. It's funny you actually mentioned that because that is our topic for the day is basically how we've navigated through quarantine. And it's been a couple weeks now, like you said, two months. So I think we're kind of, you know, getting into a groove of things and discovering new things. So I think it'll be really interesting to talk about. I do want to say we do hope to bring some perspective into this situation and especially in the marketing industry and how things have changed. Hopefully we can give some insight and share what has helped us throughout this time in quarantine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we're not professionals. I mean, we're not the CDC. This is just our opinion and our experiences as a digital marketing agency. So, um, you know, take it as you will. But um, we're not the expert on this. Make sure you are listening to your government and the CDC and all of the um, approved sources for more on, you know, navigating the actual stay-at-home orders or what you can do to be safe in your community. Right, right. That's very true. We do want to make that little disclaimer there. Um, For us, we're just giving our perspective on how it's affected us personally and be supportive in this crazy time right now. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're all going through it. So I think the more we talk about it, the more it feels normal, even though it's not normal for anybody. But I think the more that we share our experiences, the more that we can connect about our experiences, about the highs and the lows and the in-betweens and, you know, the wins and the losses, I think will really make a difference. So I don't know if you remember, you know, before all this happened, but do you remember like the days before we actually went into quarantine and what was that experience like? Yeah, I do remember. Everything was so normal. I remember the day things got a little weird. Um, It was a Friday afternoon and Will, he told me, make sure you grab any equipment that you might need because at the time he was being sarcastic about this, but he's like, make sure you grab any equipment that you might need. We might be, you know, not going back to the office after this weekend. And uh, little did we know, that Monday rolled around and things got pretty bad. That's when the state announced these stay-at-home orders and our business ended up being, you know, converting into digital online. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was when we all started working from home. Yeah. It's funny that you say that because that's that's exactly what I say every time I like talk about the transition into like working from home is like how Will was literally like, guys, you might want to bring your stuff home. Like, who knows? And then that was the last day we saw each other and we haven't seen each other in two months. Yeah. Which is like insane because at that point it was... It was kind of like a rumor, like, oh, like maybe, you know, some states are closing, like maybe we'll close. And then um, our state did end up closing. And then it was like, oh, well, you know, maybe it'll be for like a week, maybe two weeks. The 14 day thing came around. And then from there on, we just kept getting more alerts that it was extended. So and here we are doing our podcast from home because it was extended 
mm-hmm. pretty uh pretty lengthy for everyone's safety so yeah two months into it here we are <laughs> but it is funny that we're talking about this now and looking back on it because at the time no one took it seriously no one really knew what was about to happen and it's insane how fast everything escalated and you know like before you know it now it's two months in things have slowly converted to a normal. Like, now I'm so used to working at home, it's gonna be very weird going back into the office. Yeah, I agree. I think that it was such a big transition. So, I don't know how many listeners, like, work from home or have schedules that allow them to work from home, but um, for me, it was a very big transition in I work really well in the office. We're a very collaborative team. So, even though we have Slack and we have email and we have Zoom and we can call each other and we can text each other, it's like, it's not the same as being able to just stand up and walk over to someone's desk and be like, hey, can you look at this graphic? Or hey, can you clarify what this project is? Um, it takes a little bit more effort. So I think I think it was a big transition going from, you know, our normal into our new normal and now going back to what we used to do is going to be completely different. So there's a lot of things going on for all of us in transitioning and understanding like what our schedules are, what our new routines are, how we can best help each other, how we can best communicate. Um, it's it's a lot for anyone. So I think um, we have to take that into account as we go about our day-to-day business that it doesn't look the same um, and it's not going to look the same for a while. Um, even in, um, I've seen a couple articles about, you know, workplaces changing up the way that their layout is so that people can be, have their desks six feet apart from each other so that people aren't in the same space so that maybe more people can work from home. Maybe it's, you know, a a shifted schedule where half the office comes in one day and the next comes in the other day and it's kind of on and off. Um, so there's a lot, there's a lot of things that people are talking about that are going to change that are going to be different. Um, and, you know, we just kind of have to roll with the punches because, you know, no one really has the answers right now. Um, and that's what happens when, you know, there's a national pandemic and we don't we aren't really sure how to navigate it. But I think we just have to kind of be open minded and keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. I think the most important thing is to take it one day at a time. There's a lot of unknowns, like you're saying, mm-hmm. and it's important to just communicate the best you can. And just give it time. Yeah. But also another thing, a lot of people keep saying, oh, I can't wait for it to go back to normal. And it's like, no, we're not going to go back to normal. Mm -hmm. There's a whole new normal that's slowly progressing and snowballing. And right now it's on that, I feel like it's on that peak where we're about to like shift into this new normal world where now states are reopening, people are going back to work. Um businesses are reopening but now now we have all these guidelines put in place and we're gonna have to build new habits and learn relearn how to do basic things that you know we've done all our lives regarding communication such as you know handshakes high fives stuff like that we're not going to be able to do to do that and who knows how long the you know wearing of the masks who knows how long that's going to be you know Right. Yeah, I think that that is like such an important thing about like the landscape of of businesses and just communication and how we interact with each other. I mean, 
you know, nowadays you go out and everybody's six feet apart. You you can't even go into a grocery store without waiting in line because, you know, they're only allowing a certain amount of people in and you can only be six feet apart from each other. So the dynamic of, you know, being able to see someone out at the grocery store and give them a hug and be like, how are you? Is kind of like, ooh, like nobody really wants to do that. And so like for businesses, I mean, how many people are going to have remote meetings how many people are going to allow work from home a lot more i think that that's going to be a big switch in the way businesses um you know allow their employees to work because a lot of businesses have actually done really well uh in the past two months and that's fully working from home so there's not really any sort of caveat of like well if you work from home you won't be as productive or if you work from home like how can we trust that you're actually getting work done because we've done it, you know, there so many of us are working from home right now. And, you know, businesses, not all businesses have, um, you know, lost revenue and have really taken a hit. Unfortunately, there are businesses that have taken a hit, um, understandably, you know, like restaurants and, you know, hospitality are really taking a big brunt of this, which is really unfortunate. Um, but there are things that we can do as marketers to kind of help ourselves, get ahead of the game um and i think that one of the biggest biggest traits of a marketer is being able to be adaptable because i tell you what i i bet you any money that so many brands and businesses had plans for cinco de mayo for pride for all of these events that were canceled um and they had to reshift their thinking and go back and say, okay, what can we do with this promotion? Can we do a new promotion? Do we change the promotion? Do we offer it online? Delivery services. I've seen so many commercials for um, delivery services and for streaming services and for the things that people can do while they're in quarantine. Um, and they always start with like, in these uncertain times, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> um, and that was a marketer. That was a marketer who decided, hey, we need to change our messaging because Right now, what we have planned is not going to work. So we need to change it and we need to change it fast. Mm -hmm. Right, right. How has the pandemic affected the way we work together? I think that there are, I think the most important thing as a business during this time is really, really, really focusing on communication. Because if you are not making things clear that's how things fall to the wayside that's how things get confused that's how projects get delayed it just is a snowball effect of not being productive um and i think that our team has especially worked together to communicate way way more than we would normally not that it would not more than we would normally i guess what i mean is checking up on each other to make sure that we're on the same page. So instead of just sending a Slack message like, hey, um, here's this project. Can you guys get this completed by um, end of week? We'll have a Zoom call or maybe we'll have a call or maybe we'll have an email that kind of like outlines what what's needed. Um, I think that that has been so pivotal in making sure that we all feel comfortable with what we're doing and like we know where we're at. I think... It's so difficult to stay focused in a home environment where, you know, you might be working in your dining room or in your living room and there's a TV or, you know, maybe you're a parent and you have 
children and you know they need help with something or maybe you have a pet and your pet's tearing up the couch like there's so many things that could be distracting um that can really throw you off for a loop um so I think being able to communicate and really communicate and make that be back and forth too so it's not just someone saying here's the thing do it it's the person also saying I understand what you're saying I'm gonna get that done for you um just so that we both know we're all on the same page I think that's really important um and I think also just being creative Mm -hmm. too yeah and I was gonna say using zoom calls and you know texting calling as much as possible to make sure everyone's on the same page and knows what and knows what they're doing because, you know, when you're working on different projects, I know this happens to me a lot, I need that extra clarification that sometimes it's it's easy to get confused through text all the time and message. Um, so the Zoom calls definitely helped. And same with, like, calling or FaceTiming to make sure things get done. Yeah. Um, with the, like, working at home situation, um... I think it's important to find your spot where that's your spot you go to to work and you know that's where you're going to focus and get your work done. Um, For me, I have a corner in my room with my desk that it's just I'm in front of a wall like I have the window to bring in some sunlight but like I know when I'm sitting here this is my focus spot and that's where I go to get my work done and be productive. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really good point too, is like having your, your space like you would normally, I think doing things that you did before, um, also helps. Like for me, every Monday I do a workout at like seven thirty or something and I do it with my gym. It's all virtual. It's all virtual. So we're not going into the gym, <laughs> but, um, I would normally go to the gym before going to work. And I think, in the beginning of the pandemic, I didn't do this. And I think it was very hard for me to kind of like start up and like wake up and like be ready to go because it's so different when you don't have to, you know, I have a 45 minute commute every morning. And, you know, now I have a two minute commute because my computer is right there and my living room's downstairs. <laughs> um, so <laughs> being able to wake up on a Monday and work out and shower and eat breakfast and then start working has been astronomically different for me just from like the beginning of the pandemic to you know now that we've been here for a while um and again I think it it takes time to like to figure out what works yeah um I don't know if you've had any similar like experience with just like learning what works best for you in a work from home situation um well I definitely think it's important to have a routine and to stick with that routine, whether it's the same thing you've been doing before the pandemic or switching it up a little bit since you're at home. Routines, you know, help build structure. So it's, for me, it's important to have a structure that I can follow to help keep me on track. Otherwise, I end up going to bed at 3 a.m. and then I wake up and I can't like wake up early anymore in the mornings because I'm so tired from staying up so late. So It's been hard for me having those boundaries for myself and setting that strict routine. Yeah. But now, two months in, I feel like I'm just getting the hang of that routine. I've been trying to, you know, go to bed earlier, wake up, you know, maybe do some yoga. Yeah. Eat breakfast, get ready, and then sit down and get to work. Yeah. And I think you make a good point with, like, 
saying like just now you realize that this is what works for you it's such a week by week basis too in quarantine i think something that we have to understand is that we are humans and um i think one of my favorite things that i saw was you know you're not working from home you're at home during a pandemic trying to work Mm -hmm. um so there's a lot going on there's a lot of news circulating it can be depressing seeing news seeing numbers seeing you know medical reports all of these things that we are all seeing all the time we turn on the news and it's all people talk about we you know look outside and we see people wearing masks we can't go outside of our house and you know for a lot of people that's really tough um so i think it really is a matter of taking it day by day like you said earlier and and finding what works for you and maybe one week you know you you try to do the gym in the morning and it doesn't work and the next week you try to do the gym in the afternoon and it actually works great and it makes you wake up earlier and things like that. Like it's such a it's such a thing that you have to kind of like test out and like see what works and then like just go with it. So one of my biggest things is to like be kind to yourself and, and try get your work done, but also realize that like this is hard on everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a day by day thing and it comes down to the person and what works for them. Like, just being able to adapt to the environment in your house, whether you have, like, family or roommates. For me, it's hard because my brother, he's downstairs on, you know, his Zoom calls for class, and he sometimes needs help or direction whenever he's, like, off a call and he's trying to get a work his work done and he has a question. So, like, I'll have to keep bouncing around and, like, sometimes I'll have to go downstairs to help him real quick and then come back up here to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting to think about, like, people's different... Everybody has a different, like, home life. Like, some people are alone, which I think is difficult in its own right. I feel like that's really hard. Um, some people have roommates, and some of their roommates are essential workers, and some of their roommates aren't essential workers. Some of them are working from home. So I know, like, I have two roommates. Um, my one roommate is a teacher, and the other one is an HR and um sometimes i actually think she's on a call right now sometimes we're like both on calls and so i'm like not i'm not trying to be loud she's not trying to be loud and she's in a room mm-hmm. um so like it's it's interesting everybody has a different dynamic too that's it that's what i'm saying like everyone has such a different we're all experiencing the same thing but we all have such a different reality that it's like it's crazy Yeah, that's crazy. Like, everyone, to think about that, everyone's experiencing their own reality and, you know, a vivid life just as much as yours. It's wild. It's wild. So, when you were talking about the news and how everything's so depressing right now, I was going to say it's important to... It's important to step back from the news every once in a while and not bury yourself in it. So I think that's important to realize, like, take breaks from the news during this time. And at this point, I also feel like it's getting kind of old. I'm sick of hearing about it at this point. Like, we're two months in, we know what to do. We know what's going on, but I know some people need to keep updated and stuff. So, yeah, I think that that's, I think limiting your news however way you however you get it is important like if you're gonna watch the news watch it in the morning for 30 minutes and like be done with it if you're gonna do like if you're gonna get on twitter or like social media 
maybe read an article or two, but like just don't let yourself get into a rabbit hole because you can get so deep into it. I mean, there's it's everywhere. There's a whole like um favorite on Twitter that you can just click and it's like COVID-19 updates in the US, COVID-19 updates around the world. It's like oh, it's just so overwhelming and it's just so depressing and it's like never really anything good and I think that again, this is an opportunity for marketers to have some good and make people feel better because there's so much negativity, there's so much sadness, there's so much anxiety that we're all experiencing. So why not as marketers provide our customers or our prospects with something that's fun and light and interesting and you know, it's not really going to be oh, what can we sell right now? I know we're all in businesses and we all have a business mindset and we all want to you know get more sales yeah but sometimes it says a lot more if you can connect with your community in other ways and it doesn't have to be anything that costs you any money it could be posting an instagram story like what should we make for dinner tonight pasta or pizza you know like something just not even like difficult to do that could just be fun even just posting you know a fun a funny image of something that maybe a coworker did on Zoom or something. Like that's funny and like people would like that and people will enjoy that. So again, as marketers, we have this opportunity here to to really connect and really be humanistic because I think the worst thing that we can do is be salesy right now because no one it's it's just like not really appropriate. A lot of people, I mean, we're at the highest unemployment rate since the Great Depression, I believe, and it's just it's finding a way to balance that you know fun engaging community positivity with you know what your business actually does so I think that that can be really hard but I think a lot of marketers have have done a really good job of that in this time Mm -hmm. I think now is the time to stick to fun light entertaining posts rather than sales type promotional posts just because it's a little bit insensitive right now and People want to feel happy again. People want to feel inspired again. So by posting fun, entertaining stuff, like you said, like maybe it's a photo of, is you know, your team on Zoom, a funny photo of your team on Zoom. Maybe it's what, you know, cooking with our team. Everyone shares their favorite recipes or everyone shares what they're watching lately on Netflix, you know? Mm-hmm. Those type of posts would do really well right now just because people want to have some sort of hope and distraction from what's actually going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that that's, I think that if marketers haven't made the pivot, they need to. I mean, we found out yesterday that, you know, we're going to be home for another month at least. So it's not changing anytime soon. (laughs) So we need to figure it out. We need to do what's the best way to kind of stay in touch with your customers and continue to have conversations, but also um, be sensitive to, you know, the things that people are experiencing. People are experiencing loss. I mean, you know, unfortunately that comes with a pandemic is, you know, people getting sick, people not feeling well, people losing family members, people feeling depressed because they're inside all day. Um, You know, you just have to tread lightly with that kind of stuff. So Again, it, you it's a, it's a hard line to to balance, but you got to do it in our industry. Mm-hmm. 
as marketers just be creative and light and funny but you know stick to your roots also stick to your brand um yes post stuff that's relating to your brand but as we're saying like don't make it so promotional right now in these times maybe even education like you can do educational content like you can do if you're a thought leader in your industry you know share some important things about something that's related to what you do maybe there's some new updates that you could share um maybe you're um in the finance world and you have some you can do a webinar on um some of the loans that are available out there um there's just there's so many ways that you can connect with people that doesn't necessarily have to be a do business with me but more of a hey here's how we can help or here's what we know or here's our expertise on xyz because there's so many questions out there that if you have any sort of insight on anything that's going on people are going to find that relevant and people are going to you know want to hear from you that's very true what you were saying and now is the time to start posting on social media as more and more people are using it since everyone's at home now. It seems like that's the only thing to do, so you want to be as active on social media as possible, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think you should definitely you should definitely use social media to your benefit right now. If your business is closed, make sure people know that your business is closed by letting them know on social media and updating your Yelp and updating your Google My Business hours. If your business is still open, but with certain guidelines, let people know on social media. Say, hey, we're still open. We're an essential business. Um, and, you know, here's what we're doing to make sure that we're still being safe and providing you services that you need. Um, if your business is going to open up again soon, let people know through social. Social media is such a channel for communication. It's such a quick way to just say, hey, here's what's going on and let people know what's happening. Um, you know, if people go to your Instagram account and they can see that your last post was that you closed on March 28th or something like that. Okay, they know that you're now not doing business. Or if you posted on Cinco de Mayo that you had takeout now they know, you know, that, hey, maybe I can still place an order from here for delivery for tomorrow. You know, so it's just, it's such an easy way for people to get answers without having to go out of their way and call you or send you an email or, you know, try to find who they can contact about your business. If you just keep your social media platforms updated, you're already doing yourself and your uh, customers a favor. And like you said, so many people are on social right now. I mean, we've seen in our analytics, how much more people have been on social. Um, so it's definitely been a shift of, okay, how do, we, how do we continue to deliver messages that are relevant, that are timely, that are also branded well? Um, so it's a, it's a balancing act of making sure that you're relevant and making sure that what you're saying makes sense, but also that you know, you're still on brand, you're still, you know, have that underlying brand voice and goals in mind. And like we said, maybe your goal right now is to just educate people on what they can do for, you know, XYZ that relates to your business. You have to take the time to really like think about these things and like not just throw stuff out in the water. Again, like as marketers, we have to be adaptable and change our course when things change. But if you can plan ahead, you should do it. <laughs> so um, I know personally, like I will plan our calendars a month in advance and 
the week that things are scheduled to go live, I'll go through and actually set them live. I'll set them from draft to live. And that way, every Monday or Sunday or whatever it is, I'm looking at the content again and making sure that it's still relevant again. Um, because things change so quickly, especially now with news updating, like every second, it seems like you still want to make sure you're relevant. So you don't want to be, have stale content out there. That's, you know, old news from last week. You want to make sure that it's still relevant. So you have to stay on top of these things to make sure you're doing your best and being communicative with your customers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's definitely important. Recheck your strategy every few weeks, uh, recheck your you know, the verbiage in some of your posts that are going out. Mm-hmm. Make sure everything is still relevant, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. I think those are the top things. And then combine them with creativity and think out of the box with how you can bring in some light yeah. for your posts. Yeah. How do you see, like, how, when you look at um, all of our clients and how are things looking since we work with so many different businesses and so many different industries? Like, how does it vary throughout each? So I think we've definitely seen an uptick in social media activity. I think a lot of our clients have done really well in providing their customer base with information that is relevant. So we have been able to really push out content that is up to the minute, you know, down to the wire about how to navigate a a pandemic, how to, what these different things mean, um, what you should be doing for your business, all of these different things that are really, really, really timely. Um, So I think we've definitely seen an increase in social activity. Um, And that also goes hand in hand with the content too, though. I think um, no matter if everyone's on social, if your content isn't hitting right, it's it's not going to matter. Um, so you really have to think about what you're posting and why you're posting it. And you don't, you should never just be posting just to post. There should always be a reason. There should always be an explanation. It should always tie back to your business in some way, shape or form. And, you know, like we said before, that doesn't mean that it's sales. It doesn't mean that it's by our product. It could be about your company values. It could be highlighting, um, a worker in your business who has really gone above and beyond throughout the pandemic to help others. It could be um, talking about how you guys are working to make sure that your business is ready to go once things are opening up again. There are so many ways that you can communicate and have a message that is relevant and that people um, wanna hear. So I think it's a combination of knowing that your customers are online and giving them what they want and what they want to see um, that will help you kind of get those numbers rising. I want to touch a little bit on video marketing. I think right now it's very important to utilize videos to your advantage, um, whether that's, you know, giving quick updates here and there or using it to further connect with your customers and audience on social media. Videos can do really well right now and... I keep hearing a lot of talk around sharing your stories, um, getting personal and upfront with your customer base on social. Um, Videos are also just, you know, a fun way to have a little entertainment. I'm glad you brought that up because um, I don't know if you've been seeing, but almost 
every single sort of video, news, outlet, whatever it may be, has gone to at-home filming. I mean, you could watch Trevor Noah, you could watch Jimmy Fallon, you can watch all these people, like, in their homes, you know, making video and making content. So I think that, and something we haven't touched on is, like, how this pandemic has humanized a lot of us and our businesses and people are okay with seeing you know you in your house in your home office you know talking to a camera because where else are you going to be right now you know so it's um it's interesting to see celebrities you know singing from their house from their homes i think there was like a disney special sing-along or something yeah i i saw that yeah where literally celebrities are just like on camera in their homes singing different like classic Disney songs which is like when when else would we ever you know get that kind of content mm-hmm. um but again like the way the landscape has changed so the way people are producing content has changed and i think that this is a great time to tell your story to to experiment with video maybe put someone on who hasn't been on video before maybe you know do something a little bit different maybe try out some you know fun transitions or something there's there's just so much opportunity right now that to put out content and just test out the waters because that's all we're all doing <laughs> you know we're all just like testing stuff out and seeing what works so now's the time if you've been interested in you know doing some video marketing try it out try it out with what you have and i'm sure it'll go out it'll happen better than you think it will yeah try it out see how it goes it's incredible to see how much video has brought the community even closer together. Mm-hmm. Everyone has the same level of, like, this is my situation. It's, you know, pretty similar to your situation. It's relatable. And it's just overall fun to get as creative as you can with video and try out new things. Try different spots around your house or location, wherever you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and just have fun with it. Yeah. I mean, I've been loving TikTok recently. I told myself I wouldn't download it, and here I am. I downloaded it. Oh, you're on board. I'm on board. You're on board with the talk. (laughs) I'm on board, and I I regret the day I downloaded it because I will spend my whole day on it sometimes. Like, on the weekends, all I do is TikTok because video content is so fun and funny, and it just is so lighthearted, and it's just such a good escape from reality, so... Definitely give it a shot if you're thinking about it and if you want to kind of delve into the video marketing world. Mm-hmm. It really is fun. I got to tell you that. TikTok, it's where it's at right now. You got to try it out if you haven't already. It is. It is. If you are not on TikTok or playing Animal Crossing, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You gotta, the two top things you gotta do going on two. right now. <laughs> Or baking banana bread. If you're not baking banana bread, oh my God. I don't know what you're doing. Yes, I've been dying to bake a great loaf of banana bread. I don't know why. I don't even know where it it started. <laughs> like why? I don't either. All of a sudden, everyone's talking about baking banana bread, and I'm like, can we please try this, please? <laughs> I don't know, but I got two bananas downstairs that they're they're ready to go. So. Oh that's, man, that's, I'm gonna try that later today. That's what we'll be doing this uh this weekend probably. So stay tuned. Maybe I'll post a picture of it on our socials. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. With all that being said, we wish you guys the best. We are all here in the same boat together, and this has been a learning experience for all of us. We still have. 
who knows how long, you know, left of quarantine. But, you know, it's important to remember what you're grateful for. It's given us this new perspective just to slow down a bit and remember why we are all here. I think that being able to reflect and like think about what you're grateful for is important too. Like you mentioned, I think really taking the time to like think about what we're doing, what we're going through, what we could be doing differently and really appreciate what we have. I think that one thing that I've learned for sure is how much I appreciate being able to go to work, (laughs) which like sounds, you know, crazy, but I always love my job and I always love doing what we do, but I think I've found so much more of a of a love and a respect for digital marketing, for my team, for the ability to be able to go to the office and brainstorm and collaborate and be in the same space. So I think from here on out, we, we can't really take much for granted um, and really kind of embrace what we have coming our way. It's It's going to be a slow, slow path to normalcy or what we... Th- figured was normal before but we just have to take it one day at a time as you said before as we said multiple times in this podcast it's it's one day at a time it's it's trying our best it's trying to be positive not every day is going to be perfect um you're not going to be motivated every single day to get out of your bed and go downstairs to go to work but um again we're all here so we're all going through it hopefully we can come out of this stronger hopefully we can come out of this with more of an appreciation for each other and um, really take something that could be really negative and turn it into something positive with more creativity, more innovation, more challenges, um, and really take from those and learn and grow. With that being said, thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. We hope that we made your Friday a little bit brighter. And let us know if you're excited or nervous to get back to work when the time comes. Let us know why that is. Let us know what you think and look out for next week's episode. Take care. See you next time.